Hello, my friends, and welcome to the eighth and last podcast of the Cuban Revolution. We already analyzed Cuban's history in the mid part of the 20th century and how the development in the country was affected by the communist ideology. But for our last podcast, we will analyze Cuba after 1990, how the country was affected after the fall of the Soviet Union and the economic impact this meant over the next years. So if you are here, I want to thank you for joining me in this travel through the Cuban history and without further ado, welcome to the last podcast of the Cuban Revolution. As we have seen in the podcast before, Cuba became dependent on the Soviet Union in the economic and military aspect since the relations between Cuba and the Soviets improved since the Bay of the Peaks, and applied officially the proposal gave to the new Cuban regime before the succeed of the revolution, which consisted of the exchange of sugar cane from Cuba for Soviet petroleum, also military and economically supported by the USSR with a millionary loan by part of the Soviet Union to improve the economy of Cuba after the success of Cuban's revolution by Fidel Castro. But everything failed for the Cuban government after seeing how the Soviet Union, the country that was like a mother for the Cuban revolution and gave the maximum support to the country could have, the biggest ally of Cuba ended with the fall of the Soviet Union. The dissolution of the Soviet Union was the reaction to multiple events that happened between 1980s and 1990s, as the end of the Cold War, multiple economical problems the Soviet Union had in the country and the response the actual leader of the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev, which created multiple plans for improving the economy, like the known economic reform called the Perestroika created on the 23 of April 1985, that was planned for designing a new internal structure of the Soviet Union to improve the economy of the country. After the revolutions of 1989, Gorbachev declared elections for the presidency of the Soviet Union and finally being won by Boris Yeltsin in June of 1991. And in December of the same year, the Treaty of Belavesa was made, which dictated the independence of Russia, Ukraine and Belarus, causing the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991, ending with this regime in total. These effects can be seen in Cuba, as the hardest impact was in the petroleum because of the domino effect this generated in the economical areas, because 98% of the imported petroleum by Cuba came from the USSR, and it's said that the end of the Soviet Union was for Castro as if the sun went out, and declared a special period in times of peace, which consisted of taking rationing actions as if they were once taken in case of a war. 
The economic impact was heavy, as it can be seen in the drop of the gross domestic product, that was of 35% in three years. One of the biggest drops of an economy since the Great Depression, as the economist Carmelo Mesalago said in an interview with BBC Mundo. Also, the capital income from the Soviet Union stopped, that between 1960s to 1990s was about $65,000 million, and as Mesalago says, Eso es tres veces el total que Estados Unidos dio a América Latina bajo el programa de la Alianza para el Progreso del Presidente de Estados Unidos, John F. Kennedy. The impact can be seen also in the social part of Cuba, as the Cubans remember this period as a synonym of suffering and famine, because of the rationing of food made during this period, which made that the Cubans eat anything they had, like only grapefruit rind, which caused multiple sickness all around the island, as the optic neuritis that caused temporary blindness in the reaction of the lack of nutrients, with a big amount of unemployment and maternal mortality. After the end of the special period in 1995, the foreign investment law was created. This law consisted in attracting private companies from the outside, something that improved the economy of Cuba. Also, with the arrival of the new president of Venezuela, Hugo Chavez, in 1999, created a new ally for Cuba, which established preferential trade exchange like the send of more than 100,000 petroleum barrels to Cuba which resell the petroleum barrels at an international price, which helped to improve necessities such as education, alimentation and health, that since 2003, the gross domestic product grows exponentially. On the 25th of November 2016, in the 60th anniversary of the trip made by Castro with Che Guevara, Raul Castro, and other revolutionaries in the boat Granma, which consisted of the trip from Mexico to Cuba for derogating the dictator Fulgencio Batista. The death of Fidel Castro occurred six decades after the trip was made. Fidel died in La Habana at the age of 90 years, and the country of Cuba honored the revolutionist leader during nine days in each city the people had the opportunity to give homage to Castro and sign the oath of following and comply the concepts of the revolution. And with this, my dear listeners, we come to the end of my podcast. We started with pre-revolutionist Cuba and ended analyzing the Cuban government after the fall of the USSR. Thank you for your company through this great trip. And please remember to fill the survey I send you with the links of the podcast. Thank you, and I hope you have a great day. See you in the next opportunity. The music you heard during the podcast is from the author Carlos Puebla. Have a great day. <laughs>